we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Welcome, everybody, to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Rich. Our theme tonight is art. Fine art, fine original art. My guest is one of truly the most amazing artists working in the Twin Cities or anywhere today. Mary Catherine Solberg is with us. Mary Catherine, welcome to the program. Well, hello, Gregory. I'm very happy to be here. I am excited. We have, we're going to be exploring a lot of the creativity, the the means by which you create this art, and we're going to do our best to create a visual of what you do. But frankly, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are going to want to see Mary's work primarily on canvas uh and we're going to give you the location and we're going to invite you out to uh to the district of dinah where she is on display at nine mile gallery uh but we're going to leave that for a little bit of time because uh we also have another interesting individual on the show friend of the show has returned mr jai bowie from grow to life jai how are you i'm fantastic how are you thank you uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm two shots of Anejo into the afternoon and we haven't even begun recording. This is a, this is, this is a new one we're testing out, which is a female owned Anejo made by women for the men. Made for women or made, made by, by women, women for, for men. men. Really? Oh my God! Now I'm really worried that I had. Two shots. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot to pay for if, if that's the case. Uh, but that is only a part of the uh, of the cocktail that we are mixing today. Jai, tell us what are we going to be drinking? Sure. Yeah. So we are going to do one of our famous mocktails, which is the <clears throat> Grow to Life CBD on the Beach. And I'm just going to go ahead and put this down here for a second. CBD on the beach at the store, how we serve it is with a kombucha base, which we have right here, okay. which is European-style organic kombucha. And then we mix it with a CBD vitamin powder. And then this is a... Oh, that's right. I this forgot. This is the mix. The mix. All yeah. right. So thank you, Brett, for the mixing music uh, that we've got kicked out. Okay. So so we should say, so Grow to Life in St. Louis Park, you are an organic health store, uh, CBD, uh, all types of healthful oils and such. Yep. And you have a kombucha bar. So you said this is a European kombucha? So we have a European style kombucha, which means that... Out of all the brew practices, this is the most organic, most pure form of brewing kombucha. So there's no added sugars, no preservatives, no colors, no flavors. It's all completely natural. And then we like to have fun with it. So in our environment at Grow to Life, we like to serve the sober surfing crowd, which is a little bit polar opposite. However, yeah. however, this is what we do at the store, which is a really delicious version of our take on sex on the beach. Okay. So this is the European style kombucha, and is it, with kombucha, is there a flavor usually associated, or is it just kombucha? It is. There is. This one is a combination of uh, our hemp ginger with a CBD vitamin powder that is completely natural, and good for you. Um, it's no, like no byproducts, and it's sizzling. 
I and so, like that. Yeah. And so then we add a little bit of coconut cream here. Okay. And uh, voila, we're getting closer to success. These two are probably going to get some. So we've got fight. probably like two parts kombucha, one part, what was the pink stuff? So the pink stuff is the orange juice and the cranberry juice. Okay. Organic orange juice and cranberry juice. Which is available at Grow to Life. Correct. Okay. And then you have a vitamin powder, and how did you, what did you It's a CBD vitamin powder that is all natural, so it's all your vitamins, Bs, and, and some of the good stuff, none of the bad. That brings you energy, but also uh, gives you a little relaxation. So it's a mellow buzz, so to speak, from an energy perspective. And then we're playing with the kombucha to make it our base. Our base is kombucha, so when we do other mocktails, we add kombucha in as the base ingredient. And then we have fun with it, we mix it up. So Fabulous. go ahead and try that. So you, so you drop it in. So, folks, this is really... So it's got like a, a foamy head, um, and it is like a pinkish shade. And, uh, yeah, this... I mean, this does look awfully healthy. I usually don't drink healthy things. Are you sure I'm going to like this? <laughs> I, I, you, we're going to try. You, you liked it last time, but you, you liked it better when you added a little tequila, I think. <laughs> That's right, I did have a little tequila last time. <laughs> Should I do that again just for my own sake? I don't see why not. All right, so we're going to be doing... So this drink here, can, is this something that you can get at Grow to Life or you, you can, can buy the ingredients? Absolutely, you can come to Grow to Life and um, you can enjoy it right at the store, right off the bar. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. So we've got, uh, so we've got this all do. mixed together. Thank you so much. Do we have... We've got one for everybody, Brett. Everybody's we're going to catch one. you in just a second. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the Gregory Rich. We're going to call. Would it you the guys like Rich a little tequila just to kick it up? Uh, I'm, I'll do that later. I think. Second round. <laughs> Try to get through one question first. All right. So <laughs> we have the uh, the CBD on the beach, which is the mocktail, and then we have the CBD on the beach rich version. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Which has got some of uh, the anejo in it. All right. Salute. Salute, Salute. everyone. Salute. Brett. Salute. It's delicious. Oh, it's, it's very <laughs> I swear to God, I, 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 I'm, it's I really like I'm at it. a health food store, but I'm getting buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this is literally good. and exactly what you're, what yeah. you're looking for. What, Mary, what do you think? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you have it? Well, I, I'm I'm kind of shocked how much I like it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I like it, I, and I think actually the addition of tequila would not be would not be a bad move either. But it's, I I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like the taste. Oh my I god! Feel like yes, I'm right. doing something healthy and right. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> right and getting buzzed. <laughs> oh, this is no. This is a very dangerous combination. This is beautiful, man. So when Thank folks you. stop into the shop. They can ask for you, and they should ask for specifically by name. CBD on the beach. Right. CBD. That is the signature mocktail of Grow to Life. On the beach. All right. Very this, nice. That is fabulous. Folks, you got to try this because it is delicious. And I guess in segment three or four, we'll find out how effective it is <laughs> <laughs> as an anesthetic. Salute. Salute. All right. Salute. Absolutely beautiful. Mary. Yes. This is the segment where we do a completely meaningless question, and I did something kind of different on this one. Okay. Usually I just pick a question that means nothing, but this time I use the internets, oh. and I found a site that is called uh, uh, randomwordgenerator.com. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, it just puts words together and adds a question mark. 
and literally this is is what happened. I suppose they're interrogatory, but whatever. All right. Who was the last person you made happy, and what did you do to do it? Uh-huh. Um, By the way, we should point out that Mary's husband is in the studio, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to say he's not going to yeah, be Yeah, I guess I'm going to have this. to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go with my husband anyway, yeah, because okay. um, uh, he was the last person I, I believe I made happy. Human that I made happy. I think dogs are made. Anyway. Um, Fair. Yeah. So... I made a very nice meal last night of trout and roasted potatoes and spinach, which he loves all of those things. So isn't that <laughs> good for you? Yeah. Yes, he was very. And we had a candlelight dinner, which is not something we do every night. So really nice. I, I was really nice. Yeah. All right. That works. Although you're wrong. The last person you made happy was actually me when you showed up on the show. Oh. But uh, True. Thank you. Fail. No, that is wonderful. All right. Well, we should take a quick break and enjoy uh, our cocktails. When we come back, we are going to be talking about Mary Catherine's art. Folks, honestly, if you have a second to go online and take a look at, quit your site, Mary Catherine. Just MaryCatherineSolberg.com. Okay. Catherine with a C. Perfect. If you have a chance, before we get to the next segment, take a quick look at it because it's just gorgeous. But if you don't, we're going to tell you all about it in just a few seconds. Stick with us. Everything I try to do. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, introduced by Frank Sinatra. Of course, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this evening is artist Mary Catherine Solberg. <sighs> Mary Catherine. <laughs> Hello. I am so excited to talk about your work because I have been a fan for well, several years at this point, more or less, like everybody, I'm sure. As soon as I saw the work, I was in, in absolute, you know, yeah. awe, I will say. It's unique. It's wonderful. Thank you. Wow. I know. I'm just heaping it on to make you as comfortable as yes. possible because I know everybody loves to be praised on the radio. No. So, so all right. Let's start at the beginning. Describe your work. Tell us, how can, you, how can you make people understand what it looks like visually, audially? Okay. Um, that's a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do have a tagline. I'll start with that. So, bold, iconic. Contemporary work influenced by the masters, religious iconography, and circus sideshow banners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to pause that. So it's uh, as well you should. You well tried. done. That was, yeah, that was beautifully put. So, I mean, all right. So the two things I'll latch on to on it are iconography and sideshow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the iconography aspect of it. You use a lot of gold leaf in the in in the creation, and and uh, that's where you kind of start. Tell us about the gold leaf that you use. Okay, so um, 
I was raised Catholic, a large Catholic family, and went through all my schooling basically was Catholic through college. And um, I myself so am recovered Catholic. <laughs> I'm a fully recovered Catholic. I, I, I am, okay. Yes, I would have to say I'm fully recovered too. Um, so I appreciate that iconography. I, I appreciate the uh, the beauty that I saw and. Um, so I like to incorporate what some of that into my work. So, but I think that all all creatures, everyone deserves to be elevated in in the same way as the icons. So I will take you know, maybe a gopher or a dog or you know friends, whatever, and then do them in these sort of epic style, large scale, iconic. Uh, works so. and and it is. I mean, the starting at that point. I mean, you've got, you know, the gravity of the pieces that you're creating, and then also the images. And and you know, when you approach the canvas, um, you know, you've you, you're creating simultaneously. And and you can disagree with me on this, but this is just my uneducated interpretation okay. of it. You're creating somehow like a three dimensional appearance on a two dimensional canvas. It's got the depth, it's got age, it's got all of that going on all under kind of a, a an umbrella of the classic masters. Well, thank you for saying that. I, of course, I am. That That is my background. That is my influence, the, the Renaissance, the masters. And that is my goal or my hope to sort of emulate as much as possible um, and to use like chiaroscuro, which is basically the the use of light, <laughs> the lights and darks to create on a, a three dimensional look on a two dimensional surface, mm -hmm. uh, which of course the masters were great at. Um, so you know that's that's what I try to apply to my art. So um, talk about the process because again, it's not your 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 work is not. I mean, it, it's 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 kind of mixed media. To a certain extent, you've got physical depth built up. How do you create it? What is the process? So, um, in general, I kind of start from a I, I, I drawings. Okay, so but um, I, I I approach it in different ways depending on on the piece. But I I start with I usually work on canvas and I like to create um, a texture. So and I'm and I'm trying to go I'm trying to go to um, to have an ancient look so mm -hmm. that it's sort of like a fresco. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll use plaster, like a thin layer of plaster, and sand that down, and then um, gesso over that. Then I'll do my drawing, and then I'll I'll um, you know start painting on that. But I'll also I can I'll also add paper and collage. Um, Wax, beeswax. I, I do a lot of things to build up texture, and as I go along, it, it builds up from there. And it does. Uh, it kind of grows yeah. and develops. So you start out. So you'll create the. You'll create a kind of a, a substrate that Correct. has some depth to it. Then you do the pencil drawing of right. what you're you're kind of envisioning, right. and then you continue to add different substances sometimes as necessary or right depending the, on the piece. Um, like as you know, I like to do. Big, I guess, uh, big heads for lack of a better word. <laughs> I don't know anything about big heads. <laughs> Keep going. Um, <clears throat> move through that one. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. <laughs> uh, I enjoy doing like skin tones, and again, I just like that sort of creating that three dimensional out of 
out of two dimensions. I start from dark to light, so I almost like build up the bone structure, add the skin. Um, you start from dark to I light? I do start from dark. Isn't till, that like usually, usually it's, it's the opposite, It's kind of the right? opposite for most, yeah. Really? Yeah. It, and it's... It's just always been intuitive for me to do it that way. I'm just comfortable. So you're always. almost like revealing on the canvas right. as it's growing and developing? Right. In fact, when I, tr- when I start from a light surface, I have more trouble. I just uh, That's just what I'm comfortable with. This is how I draw. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's really fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that kind of explains why you've got that, that kind of different kind of, again, that kind of uh, iconography type of a type of a feel right and then by also by doing that that with a dark base our dark background um so then some of that texture kind of comes through and especially when i do like an antique glaze over it it sort of brings all those crevices out so um yeah so it uh sort of adds to that aged sort of patina mm-hmm. and it comes um, by through going that way yeah so what types of reactions do you do you generally get to your work well, I like to think they're good, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone um, rend a piece I, of clothing think, and scream, um, I'm never looking at art yeah, again. No, yeah, no, they, yeah, they just leave the room and <laughs> I, I don't hear a word. No. Um, so a lot of times I would say they're surprised at the size. Mm-hmm. I, I think when they see it, you know, my work online, um, you know, they just don't expect them to be as large as they are. Mm-hmm. I usually like to work um, 36 by 48 or 48 by 60 or... The one you just got, a 60 by 60. Which um, is gorgeous that we just you. sold out of the gallery. And Thank you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know why that is. I'm not a, a particularly large person, and it does make for, like, mincing around in the studio, you know, with these <laughs> canvas. But um, I just enjoy it because I just like working on, like, the skin tones, and I just like working big. Um, I think the other thing that people notice then would be the texture, you know, and um, probably the thing I get commented on the most is the eyes, just uh, you know. And it is the eyes when you when you come in. How do you? I mean, the it's not just the stare. I mean, you have just when you create them a, a certain fixed beautiful stare. And I was kind of having a conversation with somebody about this the other day, and the placement of the pupils and the way that you're is that the secret to this like literally soul searching stare that most of your pieces have i well thank you um i i don't know i it, again it's kind of intuitive um that's one thing that i i think that i would have to say my portraits are kind of about an emotion that i'm trying to portray so the eyes, you know, are an obvious way to portray that they're the windows to the soul. Mm-hmm. So um, I, yeah, so I do, I do like work on the eyes and, and the pupils and the, I mean, I'm not sure how to answer that exactly. Like, uh, you know, they do tend to end up, as you walk around the room, they do kind of follow you. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of freaked uh, peop- my nephews out in particular. But, uh, <laughs> It's like the Angry Girl Collection, the Angry Little Girl oh, Collection. Yeah, yeah, that... she's pretty, yeah, she really follows you around. Yeah, yeah, that one. I'll have to show you that one, Jai, because yeah. there's a picture that is, there, is there's breathtaking. There's a bar in California named after the Pink Bow. That girl. You're they, kidding. They bought the piece and and they have a bar called the Pink Bow. Yeah. I believe it. I can build yeah. something around that piece yeah. as well, and a bunch yes. of them. Not a happy little girl. 
<laughs> no, but she is impactful. Yes. All right. We should take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Mary Catherine Solberg. You're listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The show looks good to you. Down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. We air Saturdays at 7 p.m., Sundays at 5 p.m. here in Minneapolis on the wonderful AM950. And of course, we're a podcast available on iTunes and Spotify and all those other tune stuff things uh, as well. Jai, the uh, cocktail is doing great work <laughs> <laughs> on this, um, which uh, it, it actually, by the way, I just got to say, this is really so delicious. Yeah. It really is. It's a good one. I love mm-hmm. it. It's a good one. Yeah. We got some more in the works too. We're trying to bottle it. Really? Uh-huh. We're working me. we're working on that. So kombucha, grow to life, mm-hmm. Gregory Rich version with tequila exactly available at a local right. liquor store. Yeah. I Mr. Like Rich. <laughs> I definitely like Rich it. on the beach is what we call it. <laughs> or if we want to get really technical and call it Rich on the and that's another story. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Too far? Richdaddy.com. And then there's that one. <laughs> yeah. So, just when he thought I took it too far, a majority of comes out and says something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, once again, the, I don't know exactly who to thank the tequila or the what have you. But I think this is going great. I'm really happy with our progress here today. Um, all right. We are talking with Mary Catherine Solberg, who's going to ask that her name be removed from this podcast, potentially. Uh, <laughs> about a number of different things. All right. So we're talking about the the origins of your art overall. First, let's start with if you talked. So you're influenced by iconography and Eastern Orthodox iconography mm-hmm. to some extent, and then some Western as well. What particular artists have influenced you? Who do you look to as your inspiration? Well, definitely the Renaissance, um, Da Vinci, Michelangelo, um, you know, moving on, Raphael, Caravaggio. So all, a lot of the masters, the greats, because that's the discipline to really learn how to, to do good paintings, you know, in the kind of way I like to try or attempt to do. But, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, I'm just, there's just so many. I, I spend probably a good part of every morning with my coffee just looking at art um, mm. it, when I can't, when I don't go to actual galleries or whatever. Um, I'm just online looking. I have, um, I guess you'd call it a file. It's, that makes it sound like it's all organized, but um, and, and it's on the computer. But I just have hundreds of artists that I just collect their work and just, you know, whenever I'm in kind of a slump, I just look at other artists and there there's just so many. But I mean, there's a, there's a lot of artists right here in in Minneapolis that I, I admire greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, not I'm not name dropping, but like John Gerber and Drew in, you know, that I'm sharing mm-hmm. the, the your gallery with are both really inspirational artists. Um, 
they're they're insanely uh, talented. I mean, all three of you guys are insanely talented. It's. I hope someday people look back and say this was the conglomeration of three of the greatest artists that <laughs> Minneapolis has ever produced. You know, you bring something up though that's interesting on the on the Renaissance side, and I've I've asked other artists who I've had on the show this question. Do you think that? All right. So if you're an abstract artist or you are an impressionist or, you know, what other school you choose before you can do that, in your opinion, Mary, do you have to master realism? Do you have to have that in your skill set or can you bypass it? You know, that's that is a big question that people ask. I I guess I think it it to have that discipline of being able to do realism is certainly um, very helpful in understanding composition and uh, just just sort of the discipline. Um, uh, realism is challenging because, especially portraiture, because mm-hmm. uh, you're off a little bit and it's very obvious. So, but um, I think I don't think it's necessary. No, I think I think a lot of times people say, "I, I there's no way I can I can't even do a stick figure and." I think art is just about so much more. It's um, it's really an expression. Uh, it's a language uh, that doesn't have to be any particular discipline. I think, I mean, and that's what makes art art. It's breaking boundaries all the time. So uh-huh. I, you know, although I, you know, I think, I mean, I come from sort of a, a traditional background that way, but I do not think it's necessary. People come out of every place without any background and. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Just crank out amazing work that's so moving and so. So whatever creativity, it's about creativity rather it than really is, tactical you know. skills. Do you have a? Did you study formally? Yes, I did. I did. I got a um, a, a BFA in fine art. Okay, so you did start out and you did learn the the general principles, and then you developed and and created your own particular style. Yeah, I did. I um I. I'm experimenting all the time, and I definitely have broken the rules. And I, and I do have, I have developed techniques that, I at least to my, I can't tell that anybody else is doing. Um, I don't know how they'd come across some of the same ridiculous things that I've come across. I just things I've used, I use within the paintings. Um, um, I, I just, you know, so yeah, I have some techniques that are kind of secret. Like you had <laughs> asked me before, do you have any secrets? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, just some ways that I achieve some results that are probably completely, you know, through accident. But I'm like, whoa. But you it know, worked. It worked, yeah. It, so. was, it was the question. Because, again, your, your, your work is, is unique. I mean, it's legitimately unique. I, I've not seen anything quite like it. And how you achieve that, I didn't know how much you wanted to talk about it. But... Um, yeah, it's it's something that you almost have to to, to see to believe. So, a question. Mm-hmm. So, I've noticed a lot of your pieces. You tend to to create, you know, like a series or a grouping or a theme of art. Correct? Yeah. I. I yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> Jai Mary Go needs on. another no, cocktail. I mean, is it um, that time? <laughs> you said no, no, before no. that. You do. I mean, and, and some artists do that, and they or they tend to get kind of into a particular style, but you seem to kind of like embrace a certain group, like, like your swim girls, mm-hmm. for example. I mean, tell us about that. How do you come across that theme, and then how do you explore it? Yeah, so I well first of all I I do have like different groupings and um but I don't like I don't necessarily 
start out saying, yeah, I'm going to do this series of things now. Um, mm -hmm. It just turns out I've done a, a lot of work and they fall into these bodies. Um, but I think I am probably most known for the swim girls and they uh, they really are born out of the sort of that kind of disciplined sort of renaissance trying to really create this three-dimensional face. Um, and I wanted to do it, um, you know, I wanted to do a traditional classical kind of rendering, but I also wanted it to be kind of contemporary. And again, it, this thinking isn't that contrived. It just sort of kind of kind of transpires as I do it. But I came up with, um, I really like these old-fashioned swim caps, you know, the 50s swim caps. Oh. And so, mm -hmm. so I put one of those on. I'm like, hey, I like this, you know. And so, I mean, it just got to be a thing. And so the um, so I do these really traditional, um, classical, sort of Renaissance-looking models with, the, with this swim cap. And then another sort of aspect of the swim girls is I do, uh, a lot of times I do, sometimes I'll just use like silver leaf or a very, you know, plain background. But... I also incorporate some of my his, my own history, living in uh, in Winona, Minnesota. There's a formation called Sugarloaf. Okay. Which, <laughs> it's like a rock formation, and it's when you see it, you know you're home. You know, it's like ah, oh, there's it's the greeting to Winona. We're almost home. Yeah. Okay. So it has that sort of. It's, so it's very iconic. Um, it's also very ancient looking, and so it's so I put that in a lot of. I, sort of poke that in a lot of the backgrounds, this sugar loaf. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So if you look deeply, you can you Yeah, can you'll find, find it all over oh, the, cool. my paintings. Yeah. I always love the hidden, the hidden messages inside, yeah. the artist's mind. I agree. I agree. Someday I'll tell cool. you about John Gerber's uh, uh, hidden iconography. Uh -oh. <laughs> but we're not going to do it on the radio because he'll punch me when, I, when he sees right. me and he's now back I'm from Las Vegas. Find and, out. Yeah, no, no, I'll find yeah. it out. But it is true. I mean, and the swim girls. So how many how many swim girls do? So and again, just just to describe it. I mean, it's just these beautiful, large scale, um, beautiful women with arresting eyes. And it's always just kind of the head essentially, and they're wearing a swim cap, and sometimes the hair is coming out, sometimes mm -hmm. it's not coming out. How many pieces are in that collection? Boy. And how long did you kind of run with that I've, theme? I've been doing that for many years, 20 years. Um, there's a lot I've never counted. I have no idea. Um, many of them, uh, I'm happy to say, are in private collections and sold. Cool. So, mm -hmm. um, And some of them are divers. I do some diving girls. Um and some of them are about body image, body types, and sort of trying to break those barriers, you know, that women are always having to contend with. Mm -hmm. It's about strength. It's about transition. Uh, it, it is very woman, women-powered. Because most of your most of your pieces are women, yeah. right? Is there a reason for that, or it's just it's just you want to present women on canvas in their beauty? Or I mean, what? I I um. It's not I do men, but it, they are mostly women. I, I mean, I'm a woman. I, I think kind of uh, politically, socially, culturally, it's the time for women. I think it's time. I'd like to see women emerge more. Mm -hmm. And I look to this younger generation, and I'm really hopeful. And nothing against men or boys. I just think, 
I think it's time for women. I really do. And so it's I'm all about girl power, women's strength. You know? Amen. I, I could not agree more. I, I have two daughters and, uh, yeah. and a powerful wife. I have nothing invested in the Y chromosome anymore. Look at the X chromosome. <laughs> I don't remember. There is, a, there is a really beautiful rise of women right now. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's, uh, it's really something beautiful to embrace as a man, too. And there's yeah. a lot of men that that are seeing it more now and this is coming from someone that was raised by a tribe of women <laughs> so i'm already acclimated to that weather of of understanding the you know this beautiful movement that's happening yeah and then now more men are starting to wake up to see like you know women are powerful beings i mean Bringers of life and all kinds of things. Generally better than us on every freaking (laughs) level. I had five brothers, so, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you had the opposite uh, as a a sense. It's, you know, it's one question I have. So so with the women that you see or that you're painting, Mm -hmm. are these purely out of your imagination or are these women that you've seen in real life or in images somewhere? I I usually am referencing like it might be actually from a Da Vinci painting or you know I actually like will pull that little angel out from the background or really? or the little yeah um, I use a reference photo I use a lot of my own models and I do some some of my own photo shoots um, with the help of somebody that actually knows how to photo shoot <laughs> I'm Fair. really not a good um, on the behind the camera but um, so but I. I usually always start for some, from a reference photo, but I do sometimes then just sort of let it go and and then just kind of manipulate it and, and it turns into something completely different. And um, they kind of grow off the canvas right. and become an individual. But I want it to be, you know, I'm I'm kind of rooted in realism, so I want the shadows and the, you know, the structure and everything to sort of be there. Um, and I've done so much of it that I, I have a pretty good sense of that, so... But I, I usually start with, with some kind of a reference photo. Who's the most famous artistic woman who's represented in your work? You mean that that I have used yeah. as a, um, oh, man, you're, you're throwing a... I know, every now and then I do do that. Uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to think about that. I mean, I am, um, I mean, there's a lot of women artists that I'm very... Um, influenced by i'm not sure that they're exactly i mean i try to you know have my own style but uh, so there's not like a particular like frida is not showing up oh, in a at, swim cap i where is she well frida <gasps> definitely there's one that is definitely um you know it's just her emotion the emotiveness of her work and the and the sort of interesting backgrounds and the rich okay let's go with Frida there <laughs> you know I mean she definitely is an influence on me yeah really yeah definitely oh, that's, that's awesome all right uh, one last break and a little more CBD kombucha if we can and when we come back we'll be doing our final segment and uh, talking a little bit about uh, art and grow to life this is drink in the style ladies and gentlemen thanks for being with us we'll be right back That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. 
But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, back on top in June I said that's life That's life. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Complaints can be directed to Jai Bowie at Grow to Life. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll calm you down. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back to Drink in the Style on AM 950. I'm Gregory Rich, your host, and uh, we have been speaking with Mary Catherine Solberg, Minneapolis-based artist. And before we forget, Mary, I want you to tell folks where they can see your work. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll start with uh, the District Edina, Nine Mile Gallery. Um, I'm also in Everett and Charlie's in Linden Hills. Love Everett and Charlie. If you guys have not been there, that is a fabulous gallery. It really is. Susie Marty. Yes, Susie Marty. She's wonderful. Yeah, um, and also One Division Art in Buffalo, Minnesota. Jeannie Hintz Group, yeah, correct? Yeah, that's right. Also another fabulous person. I'm, now I'm trying. I'm just praying I don't forget. Uh, okay, so um, there's something very obvious I'm forgetting. But um, I'll, I'll go online and then I'll remember what I'm forgetting. Um, so I'm on Saatchi Art. Hmm. Um, my own site, which is marycatherinesolberg.com. And it's Catherine with a C. Catherine with a C. By the way, they could not get more Catholic. No, I know. My, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I know that. Mary Catherine. <laughs> that's, the, that's the background uh, that we're recovering from. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yep. so you can see that. And at Nine Mile Gallery, there is ninemilegallery.com, and that's right. the number nine mile gallery. You've got several of your pieces. Um, Lanesboro Arts Center in Lanesboro, Minnesota. Um, I am on the Northeast Minneapolis Art Association site. Casket Arts Building site. Um, oh boy, let's see. Um, the, the Minnesota Marine Art Museum. I'm on their site. Um, I did a solo show there a number of years ago, and then they purchased a piece for their permanent collection. So I'm very congratulations. Pleased. Yeah, very exciting. Um, yeah, I'm gonna forget. I, yeah, I, I'm in a number of uh, of local restaurants, uh, uh, Hazel's Northeast, True Stone Cafe in Lower Town. Don't you have some stuff in Six Smith in Wyzetta Six as well? Six Smith in Wyzetta, yes. Mm -hmm. um, Betty Dangers. Oh, so, Betty Dangers! Yeah, it's yeah. still open, right? It didn't. Did it close down? It's still open. Yeah, I mean, some everybody. Of the, some of the everybody closed, here. you know, for a while, but um, they're open now, and as is Psycho Susie's. Indeed. So, but yeah. so yeah, you know, you've a lot of people have learned to appreciate uh, your art, and and it can be it can be seen. But obviously, Mary Catherine Solberg, S O L B E R G. dot com is probably the best place to start because we can mm -hmm. see a bunch of the, the the pieces and then when you want to see it in person it is all over the twin cities and every place you want to be plus i do have a uh, studio at the casket arts building and i'm happy to go there by appointment at any time and there are some events throughout the year second saturdays and art world and i think that's going to happen this year finally after Thank goodness. Yeah. It's, it's so gonna, good. It's, gonna, it's been a while. Yeah. It yeah. will. It yeah, will. I think so, too. You, know, you bring up an interesting question. Do you do commissioned work? 
I do. I do, I do commission work. I'm working on several commissions right now. So, really? Yeah, and do you do yeah. people's portraits? I do people's <gasps> portraits. You can iconography oh, yeah. in your style, an actual Absolutely. person? Absolutely. I see you, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> if we could put a two-headed I think that's, Gregory and yeah. Jai on Lincoln oh, body. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It could be. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't I'm even liking get, that. <laughs> I didn't even get to ask you about your unique association with rodents, actually, <laughs> right. because if you haven't seen some of Mary's work, yes, you have these insane... You know, piercing eyes, but then you have mirthful chipmunks. Yes, well, <laughs> well, I love. I actually love rodents. I mean, I don't really want one skittering by me, you know, un, unnoticed. But um, unless he's posing, uh, if they're posing, then then they're fine. They do sit, you know, very nicely for my portraits. So. <laughs> It works so out cute. really well. <laughs> I actually, you have a piece that 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 greets people in the gallery going into the lounge, and I have I have nicknamed him Saint Chippy. Oh, I love Saint it. Chippy. Saint Chippy. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. No, it's uh, it is art that is 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 wonderful, and, and folks, seriously, please go look at it uh, and and what have you. Jai, you you've done a great job of numbing yes. the pain. Delicious. Well Delicious. done. Tell Thank us you. what's going on with Grow to Life located on Excelsior Boulevard in yeah. <clears throat> St. Louis Park. Well, we are a <clears throat> survivor, I'd like to say first, of a business that opened up in the very beginning of the pandemic. So we opened up 8-8-2020. Wow. Yeah, and um, actually it wasn't too long after that that we had one of our first um, ever podcasts here or shows with mm -hmm. you. Yep. Got to plug some of the mocktails that we're taking off on, but... Grow to Life is uh, really the essence of Grow to Life is a community-driven business. It's a retail environment. It's natural alternatives. Um, the focal point was to um, bring um, natural alternative awareness to the market, but also with our European-style kombucha bar. We have natural coffee on tap. We cater to our own CBD and hemp wellness products along with other nutraceuticals. Mm -hmm. And in the back of the store is our Recharge Center, which focuses on body health services, which we just installed our first hypothermic therapy pod, oh, which wow. is state-of-the-art um, super therapy, which actually is um, very therapeutic when it comes down to helping your body recover. Um, it also is raising your body metabolic uh, heat and your pressure up to be able to be equivalent to exercise. So without having to go to the gym, you can lay in this pod, have a mocktail, lay in the pod for 30 minutes and come out like you just went and worked out. Holy crap. Yeah. I didn't know this you did is, this. So this there's that. Awesome. That's a new update um, in, in the Global Life There may actually be a reason for me to go back to St. Louis Park. <laughs> so, yeah, it really helps with peak performance, pain wow. management. Um, we have leg compression therapy as well. So we're really activating the back part of Grow to Life. And we have uh, definitely survived some really trialing times since we've opened. Um, the beautiful thing about the the system and the community that we've built around us, it has been organic. We have uh, had zero budget for marketing. The the world kind of shut down around us, and we, we grew. We grew by community, and that has sustained itself um, to the point where it's getting its own momentum. Um, and now we're, we're heavily involved in, in whatever we can do at local-based communities. Um, we're involved in the plant-based pop-up market community, and now Grow to Life will be an epicenter on every Sunday. We're going to be doing the entire property. It's going to be a... Um, it's going to be a total 
local type of not a farmer's market, but it's going to be more of a not even a bazaar, but just more of a plant-based community wrapped around Grow to Life. There'll be about 20 different vendors, and um, that's kind of what we're all about. The most biggest Good. recent thing event coming up is the Sanaa Foundation, and I know we got a cut here, but um, we have a big gala coming up here. All right. Back to you, Rich. We're going <laughs> to have to talk about that next time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being a guest. I'm drinking the stove. <laughs> Enjoy the kombucha, folks. Have a great weekend. Many thanks. I have waited for.